baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Lowering the age for boosters. The booster shot could be the answer to the Omicron. Paying tribute to an American statesman. Bob Dole will lie in state in the U.S. Capitol. An about face on the Purple Heart. My brain operates at a limited capacity all the time. Good morning, I'm Cammie McCormick with the CBS World News Roundup. Today, what could be a significant development in the fight against COVID-19? We begin our coverage with correspondent Steve Kathan. The FDA is now considering whether to authorize COVID vaccine booster shots for 16 and 17-year-olds. Word on that could come later today. And if the CDC signs off on it, those teens could be able to roll up their sleeves for an additional shot as soon as next week. More than 8 million additional teenagers would be eligible. Correspondent Laura Podesta has a look at the latest vaccination numbers in this country. More than 200 million or just over 60 percent of Americans are now fully vaccinated against COVID-19. It feels good to be safer. Many are now getting their booster shot. At first we were skeptical about do we need it or not, but once we're there, there's another variant out there. There's no taking chances. Only about a quarter of eligible Americans have had a booster. Meanwhile, COVID hospitalizations jumped nearly 30 percent in the past month. Four states, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, are responsible for around half of the increase in hospitalizations. Saying goodbye to Bob Dole, who died Sunday at the age of 98, here's reporter Stacy Lynn. Former senator, presidential candidate, and war veteran Bob Dole will lie in state in the U.S. Capitol, where he spent 30 years serving in both the House and Senate. President Biden will offer remarks at a formal ceremony in the rotunda. His funeral will be held tomorrow at the Washington National Cathedral. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Capitol Hill. In Minneapolis, the trial of a former suburban police officer who killed black motorist Dante Wright. She's claimed she thought she had a taser, not a gun. David Schumann of WCCO-TV reports on opening day, Wright's mother took the stand. He called me to tell me that he has been pulled over. Katie Bryant recounted one of her final conversations with her son before he was shot and killed by police. I wanted to protect him because that's what mothers do. This case is about the defendant, Kimberly Potter, betraying her badge and betraying her oath. Minnesota Assistant Attorney General Aaron Eldridge argued that Potter, a 26-year veteran, violated her firearms training. I shot him! by failing to recognize that she had pulled her firearm from the right side of her body instead of the taser on her left. The defense argued that while Potter made a mistake in grabbing her handgun, it was in defense of a fellow officer who could have been killed if Wright drove away. And all Mr. Wright had to do was stop. Potter is expected to take the stand next week. Jurors in Jesse Smollett's trial are expected to resume deliberations today on charges the Empire actor orchestrated a fake attack on himself, then lied about it, calling himself a victim of an anti-gay racist hate crime. 
An update now to a CBS News investigation, which last month revealed 30 U.S. troops injured in an Iranian missile strike in Iraq had been denied the Purple Heart. Our Catherine Herridge broke this story. Retired Captain Jeffrey Hansen was still taking phone calls from his soldiers when we sat down Wednesday. It's definitely a sense of relief and a sense of recognition. We first spoke with Hansen last month, diagnosed with traumatic brain injuries after living through this. The January 2020 attack on their base in Iraq. Everything shook, just pressure moving through your body. Kasagar and the group took the unusual step of going on the record after dozens of soldiers were denied the Purple Heart. What message has the Army sent to the soldiers who were injured? Your sacrifice was insignificant, and it's not. 59 soldiers appeared to meet the Purple Heart criteria, but only 23 soldiers were recognized with the award. We actually were told to not ask that question. The soldiers told us there was pressure to downplay the growing number of injuries to avoid a further escalation with Iran and to avoid undercutting then-President Trump's initial comments. They had headaches. It is not very serious. The head of Instagram was on Capitol Hill yesterday to answer questions about whether the app is harmful to teenagers. Chris Van Cleve has that. Instagram had Adam Masseri pushed back on claims the app can be toxic for teens. Instagram is addictive. Respectfully, I don't believe the research suggests that our products are addictive. He told senators Instagram supports an industry-wide body to determine best practices for safety issues, like verifying age, building age-appropriate experiences, and effective parental controls. The standards need to be high, and the protections universal. The Senate's narrowly approved a resolution that would block President Biden's order that large businesses require COVID vaccination. Senator Mitch McConnell. President Biden's absurd private sector vaccine mandate is blatant overreach. It is illegal. The administration has already lost in federal court and had it blocked. It was a largely symbolic move since it's unlikely to come up for a House vote. Former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows has sued the House committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot. He's refused to testify and the committee is moving ahead with contempt charges. Meadows' lawsuit asks a judge to invalidate two subpoenas. Political analyst Larry Sabato. This is stonewalling. All they have to do is get this committee to go beyond 2022 because the Republicans are likely to take over the House of Representatives. One of the first things the Republicans will do is to shut down this entire process. A dramatic rescue attempt at Niagara Falls yesterday. The New York State Park Police dispatch was notified of a black vehicle in the Niagara River and floating down towards the brink of the falls. New York State Park Police Captain Chris Roller, it was too late to rescue the driver, a woman in her 60s. Parts of the central and western U.S. could see up to 12 inches of snow today and tomorrow. Colorado's been suffering from a snow drought. New Zealand plans to ban young people from ever buying cigarettes in one of the world's toughest crackdowns on the tobacco industry. Associate Minister for Health Aisha Varal. We want to make sure young people never start smoking. So we are legislating for a smoke-free generation. Supporters say the impact of tobacco is greatest on New Zealand's indigenous population. Londoners are underwhelmed by this year's official Christmas tree, as Vicki Barker reports. At the countdown for last week's lighting of the Christmas tree in London's Trafalgar Square, some in the crowd couldn't help wondering, where's the rest of it? Spindly, sparse. One city councillor joked the branches must be social distancing. This is a Norwegian Bruce. 
from a natural forest. A pained mayor of Oslo, Marian Borgen. This is not a Disney tree. This is not a plastic tree. This is a tree from a natural forest. The tree, you see, is Norway's annual gift to the British people, thanking them for their help in World War II. Some Brits now wondering what they'd have got if they hadn't helped them. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. What color best symbolizes 2022? The Pantone Color Institute says it's new, periwinkle blue, with a violet-red undertone. This new color, it says, reflects the possibilities before us. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.